Here we are, post-game Pat and Pierce because Luke is out of town. He's in Africa? Yeah, he's in Africa right now. So instead of being a producer, he's going to be a co-host with me, Pat. How are we feeling? Feeling good. I feel like feel, I got a little bit of a like, promotion. What's it like being on this side of the mic? You know, it feels good. Okay. Um, it's interesting that I get to voice my own opinions now. Mm. You know, instead of just listening to mine. And yeah, yours. yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, first, first off, Union Omaha played Creighton tonight in the preseason game. One nothing. We were there. It was a little bit chilly. Started at five, so I didn't get to see the first forty five. Well, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. It's about thirty minutes. And but you've seen it all. I mean, what? I mean, what was your like first takeaway? I know we talked to. Oh, by the way, I, I guess you should preview like the show, right? I guess I should talk about the show. Sure. Yeah, why, why not? Uh, later on, we'll be talking to the coach, Jay Mims. We'll be talking to Seb, and we'll be talking to just newly signed Seb, and we'll be talking to Elma about their immediate reactions right after the game. Pretty good interviews. A lot of fun. Yeah, we'll get to the interviews when we get there, but that was just an unreal experience. Yeah. Unreal, just, unreal so, so take it a little bit behind the curtain. Uh, so we get there, and we talk to the front office guys, and we're like, hey, is there any chance that – like?" I'll be honest with you, I was pretty sheepish. I was mm-hmm. like, hey guys, can uh, we go out there and talk to the players? Yeah, man, you guys can go out and talk to the players all you want. Yeah, and exactly. there's like, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool, the front office, for letting us in and letting us, like, watch it, it, it was. It's one of those moments where you just sit there and think, wow, we're actually, like, getting to be getting, something. Getting to be something. And yeah. it's not because, and it's like, not because we're good. I mean, we're just three guys with a podcast. Like, it's all about you guys, the fans. We're almost to 400 followers on Twitter, and we haven't even had a soccer game yet, which, by the way, uh, Luke has texted me multiple times that if we get to 400, he'll buy the 400th follower of a beer. Um, he definitely said that. 100 percent confirmed. 100 confirmed. Mm-hmm. 400th person who follow us on Twitter, Luke will buy you a beer. That's confirmed by yes. Pat and myself. Uh, but yeah, just so getting those opportunities a little bit behind the rope kind of stuff was so is so cool to be a part of. Very very awesome. Um, <clears throat> the the uh, officers there were not. So yeah, so that's another us. little behind the curtain. So we interview. So we interview uh, Seb first. Sebastian, yes. Seb, I've, I've heard both ways. So we interviewed Sebastian, then we interviewed Elma, who was an electric interview, and then we interviewed Jay Mims. And then all of a sudden, like, we're like entrenched in this Jay Mims interview. And then all of a sudden, we started looking around the field. Ghost town. The stadium was ghost, ghost town. Nobody's around. Nobody was there. And then all of a sudden, I look over my left shoulder, and this, there's two cops walking towards us. And I was like, Oh crap! One, this one is not good. One minute. One minute. One minute. And we were not good. And so, uh, so at the very end, if you feel like a little bit awkward towards the end of the Jay Mims interview, it's purely on the fact that we were being escorted out by the police. Yes. <laughs> yes. Another reason why we made it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, that's not good. But hey, no, we're all good. I uh, just want to say thanks to the fans for. You know, keep on listening and keep on chugging. And thank you for everybody who comes out to the games and says hi to us. That actually means the world to us. Uh, we try to remember everybody's names, but I'm the worst with names, so I can never do it. But let's get into the game, Pat. one nothing victory in extra time. Uh, how, how do you feel? What do you think the number one takeaway should be for somebody who wasn't there? What do you think they missed? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, So there's a, there's a lot of elements that went into play here. So if you... If you guys watch the Wasatch Cup, um, which if you do want to hear a recap on that, please listen to our previous episode um, where we talk about that. But if you are watching, if you're watching any of it, the live stream from Real or the live stream that uh, Union Omaha provided us for the last game, you would know that 
every team that we were playing against was a very high pressing. Attack. Well, they're a championship team. They're the right, league they're above. High, right, they're the league above us. They have the. You know, I don't want to say it, but they do have slightly better talent. than They us. do. They flat, and, they flat out have right. Better talent. You know, and I mean, we showed our own against them, but we've never faced a team that has been a defensive team. Yeah, you know, so a, this a team, team that does the, the best. The best way I could describe what happened on the field was like watching 2012 Jose Mourinho Chelsea park in the bus. Wow, that's the best way yeah. I could describe it. I know? like the Chelsea oh. mention. Oh, thank right. you. <laughs> I, I think you do appreciate that one. <laughs> by um, Creighton, though, not right, by us. Well, both sides. Yeah. Both sides. Honestly, I think I think Union Omaha showed a lot more attack. At the end. Did, especially yeah. towards the end, there was a really fun 15 minutes where we just controlled possession. Yeah. We were in the second half. You know, we were just shooting to shoot. I, I felt so – I felt positive. So, I, granted, the game started at 5.30 at 5. So, like, people – like, it was hard for a lot of people to get there on time because, like, it's a midweek day at 5 o'clock. Right. But they had to do that because right next door was the Creighton basketball game and they're ranked number 11. So, like – Traffic was a lot and it was super busy, so that's why they had to have it at five. But even with that, the when I showed up, they didn't really for that first for the fifteen minutes that I was watching of the of the first half, they really weren't pressing. They weren't very attack more oriented. It felt as though they were playing kind of out of their comfort zone. Right, that's I what agree. I always felt like. But then coming into the second half, they they switched sides. The wind was going. Uh, the wind was at their back. And I felt like they were just pressing and pressing. The 0-0 at the end of the game doesn't really tell the whole story. The 0-0 at the end of the game, because in that second half, they had six or seven shots that just were barely off target, right over over here, and didn't find their footing. That's how I felt the second half. Right, and I think there's a very important thing that maybe not a lot of people are going to realize since either, one, they weren't following along on Twitter, or two, you just could not make it to the game, which is fine, but there was a moment in the 60th minute mm-hmm. where almost our entire starting 11 got off the field. Oh, like where they, they, had the, they so we had the switch. Yeah, so yeah, they so, switched. So we really had two different games going yeah, on that so you could see. In the, what he's talking about in the 60th minute, it was legitimately a, an 11-person line change. Like that's what, if the, in yeah. hockey terms, it's like for both sides, the, everybody switched and it was just all new players. And so, But even after the line change, I'm trying to remember back, when the line change happened, I still felt like the second line that had Elver, that had Elma, that had uh, who else was in that team? They, they had, had Conway they, in yeah, there. You they had Kobe had, Perez in there. Kobe Perez looked which, out of sight. Yeah. He looked amazing. Uh, he had a lot of chances. Took a couple free kicks uh, that were close, right over the bar. Yep. You can see a couple of those on our on our uh, Twitter. If you go to wgah underscore pod, you can see a couple of those videos on there. Uh, I tried to get as close as I could, but you know. Do what you can. Uh, but no, I felt as though in that second half with the wind going at our back, we attacked a lot more. And especially in that second unit, in that second unit, I felt like they were a little bit more cohesive at top. Like mm-hmm. in that first half, the parts that I saw, they kind of like lost their footing when it got into the final third. It's almost like they had a great buildup and then they got to the final third and they just kind of couldn't figure it out. They, that's what I felt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I think a lot of it is just going to take time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is really... Honestly, 
You'll hear, you'll hear that with Elma. Elma even mentions that in the interview. He's like, for sure. This is a brand new team. Like, there's I, exactly this is a brand new team under a brand new coach. It's it's exactly like watching AC Milan games every year. Every year, <laughs> oh there's a new God. coach, there's new oh front office. There's, it's it's, every, oh it's a mess, God. you know. Don't, so, don't. but like, they're they're gonna get better. They're gonna get cohesive. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think. I think overall it's going to be more like the Wasatch Cup yeah. style of play. Where we're more so defensive. I think, right, where we're kind of defensive, but we're also very quick on the counterattack. Yeah, I think so too. You know, so I think it. I think this is just one of those one-off games where we're facing a different kind of team mm-hmm. that we've never really played against, and I think it was a really good experience for everyone to kind of be in there. What do you think about... So I, I was sitting there watching the game, and I think you're right about the counterattacking play. And when I was watching it, this is kind of the lineup I was... I, you. This is kind of the lineup that I was thinking about for day one. So what they did was they played a 4-3-3 for both units, right? And uh, the people who I like, they but it's a but with a holding central defensive mid, right? And I thought Tyler David did a great job coming in holding the center defensive mid spot. I think he is going to start right away. I think from day one he's going to be the centerpiece of it. I thought Xavier Gomez did a great job coming over on that left or right side. I'm a little disoriented, but he came great off the wing, great handles, and I think Elma on the opposite side did really well. Thought Elver did a great job at striker. I think that's going to be our striker. And I think Kobe Perez is another guy who will start for us. Those five guys will be our that established guys as of right now. And I think Sebastian will play the uh, fullback position pretty well too. Mm-hmm. Other than that, am I missing anybody for what we should be expecting? Or do you think I'm wrong on any of those? Um, I, I think I think one of the things we have to consider is how Jay really wants to form this. Yeah. Because like you said, there's several different ways that you can go about this. Yeah. You know, especially coming from a new team. I personally really enjoyed watching Ethan Decker yeah, in that first fun. half. He, he was, was he had a lot of great chances. Unfortunately, just couldn't capitalize on anything. But he had a lot of good chances, and I think that's something that Jay is really going to recognize. Yeah. I could almost see it being more of a four-three-one-two, where it's going to you're going to have kind of three center mids mm-hmm. so I say one center defensive mid that will most likely be Tyler David yeah um, and then not you're gonna, Tyler Adams though. not Tyler Which Adams I, very important I, I, I confused it somebody's mm-hmm. like wow Tyler uh, Luke Still, texted me Luke texted us and he was like oh Tyler Tyler David's watching Byron at uh, Barching with us and I was like mm-hmm. the hell is Tyler Adams doing in America so that's right. so mm-hmm. you'll hear that joke many times many many times <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know and I can really see you know both Elma and and Ethan Decker both yeah. in that top spot. Yeah, I think I, I think this team's gonna be very interesting and it's rounding out, and you can tell that they're still trying to figure each other out. I mean, like you said about AC Milan, I was gonna compare it to the Nebraska basketball team, which is a little bit less um, you know, embraced by the soccer community basketball, apparently. But um yeah, it's just a brand new team, all getting used to each other. You can but you can feel this motion, you can feel this movement towards counteract counterattack and this movement towards starting to gel and getting more comfortable. right i my biggest take on this and again this is probably a little biased since we are union omaha fans here but i think as far as new teams that are forming mm-hmm. union omaha is taking light the lead, years light, light years, years ahead. ahead of what lansing was i mm-hmm. i think 
I, I, I want to be too hard on him. I know it's one nothing against a college team, and that's the first takeaway. And I asked all, I asked all three. I think I asked Jay about if that's a takeaway, and if it should be a negative. You can listen into the podcast later to see what they say. But I don't think it's a negative. I really don't. I don't see a one nothing win being negative. So for you, Pat, one nothing extra time, Elma. Who are your winners and who are your losers? Who's the big winner? And I will start because I've been thinking about this all night. Okay, get to the game I'm late. I think the real winner, and I'm not kidding you, is not the supporter groups, but the band. Okay, so let me explain this to you. Okay, <laughs> let me explain this to the fans. Okay, that didn't go at Union Omaha games. There is two guy. There are two guys, and I think one guy's named Corey. I don't know the other guy's name. I'm screwing your name up. I'm sorry. But you are legitimately going to be so surprised. These two guys have a drum and a megaphone, and they bring so much energy. They are they are the best part of the game. They're the best. I mean, they're awesome. We're going to have to get them on the podcast. Well, we would love to get them on the podcast because they're from the Broke Loose. Yeah, the Broke Loose who does, who who does our intro songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Those guys are awesome. They're the best part of the game. Really, those guys are my winner. I think flat out those are our winner. That's my winner. Go ahead. Who's your winner for tonight? Um, my win, my big winner for tonight is obviously going to be Elma. Okay. He got the winning goal. Yep. You know, he got the captain's armband. You know, he really led the team. Um, biggest losers of the night? Yeah, probably the goalpost. I think <laughs> I think that post got like ten or twelve. You know, like straight balls hit on it. Like it, it just you. Probably a dent in it. Like <laughs> loser is the goalpost. The the goalpost is the loser tonight. Yeah, no, I would have to say uh, broke loose. By the way, you can find them on. Uh, I don't know if you can find them on Spotify or Apple Music, but you can definitely find them on SoundCloud. Make sure you listen to their stuff. They put all of their songs to the Union Omaha game, so you can be prepped going into Union Omaha game. So make sure you go to their SoundCloud, listen to their stuff, so that you are ready. Uh, funny songs, good songs that they've got on there. The ale, 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 to the rest song. Anyway, um, my birthday is March 13th if you want to come and uh, sing that to me. But anyway, no big Humble deal. brag, but okay. Humble brag. Uh, but, the, but the big loser for me, I just, I, it would have to be the attacking third. For me, it's the attacking third. They just could not figure it out. Yeah, I mean, like... It, it just it just didn't work for me. It, they couldn't figure it out. They did, had a lot of good lead up. They had a lot of good build up to the final third. But once they got there, I just felt like not scared. Scared is not the word I'm looking for, but it's just like they got all mumbled up and jumbled. Their well, discipline wasn't there. My take on this, and I think all of the Creighton Blue Jays are going to agree with me on this one, but Creighton showed up. They did. No, they, they did. No, showed up they for a really free well. game. They, you know, parked the bus. Yeah, they we would really have we would have we would be a two on one situation that would easily become a two on four situation. They played like, well. They they boxed everyone out. They did exactly what they needed to do against a side that was has a little more talent than them. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, but again, that being said, even with a side that's boxing out. We had, I think, at least fifteen shots on target. Yeah, no, I that was it was good. It was good quality. I just for me, the attacking play is the loser for tonight because it just 
there were so many chances, and they couldn't put it on net. They were fumbling it around, and there wasn't that cohesiveness I was looking forward to look watching. But again, you're right. It's because Creighton played so back. They parked the bus so well, and our team's not really used to facing that type. We're mostly just counterattacking and coming off the wings. Let's go and, wild. Like. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so I I just didn't, I didn't like that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. But I don't want to end on a negative note. I want to end on a positive note. For those who didn't come out, they had more than, I want to say 2,000 people show up. Oh, easily For a preseason game people. on a midweek Mid midweek game for 5 p.m. That's pretty pretty great. So if you don't have your season tickets, I know it's pretty rich because I don't have my season tickets because I'm too lazy to get them. Get them now because this season is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of great action, and the other teams around the league are growing. You can see it. I've watched a couple of preseason games from them. Other than Ford Madison, everybody else is going to be really good. And uh, because Ford Madison lost to Louisville City. By right. the way, if you didn't know, we tied – we lost – no, wait, we tied. We tied, we tied we Louisville tied. City and Ford Madison lost. To, so that means we're better. Correct than, me if I'm wrong, okay. but Union Omaha is undefeated. Ooh, right? Are they? Have they lost? I they have not I lost. Patrick lost. Tyler, best full name of the business. Has Ford Madison lost? <gasps> oh, they have. I, I think they have. Ooh, that's by, by six. Wow. By st- Jeez, do they owe him a FIFA letter? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> they owe him a, if you lose in FIFA, if you lose in FIFA by more than six goals, you more owe than the, five goals. More than five goals, excuse me. You owe the person a letter. I've given Pat a letter and Pat's given me two letters. No big deal. But anyway, uh, we're going to stop all this nonsense. Let's go straight to the interview with Jay Mims, Elma, and Sebastian. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Next game is UNO on the 20th. So we'll hope to see you there. Please like and subscribe. We'll read reviews and we'll uh, have a mailbag for the next episode, whenever that is, whenever Luke gets back into town. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And who gives a who? We do. So, how are we doing tonight? How'd you feel about the game? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's how it feels. How it feels great for the result overall and um, for winning the, the, the game after all and for the work that the team did. After all of this practicing to finally get out in front of the fans, what's that like to be playing for these fans here in Omaha? Después de todas estas prácticas y de por fin salir y jugar con enfrente de los fans, eh, ¿qué, ¿qué se siente? A ver, por fin... No, es un hermoso momento, eh, esperábamos mucho a la gente, esperábamos mucho a los fans, eh, la verdad que estoy muy contento de estar aquí y disfrutando cada minuto en los entrenamientos y en, lo, en los juegos. It's a great moment, it feels great to be here and it's um, obviously... Con los fans y con la gente... It feels great to be here, and it's if it's nice to see the fans and the people, and looking forward um, to continuing continuing to enjoy the city. So, one nothing, you win. How does it feel? How did you guys play tonight? Uno a cero. Ustedes ganaron. ¿Qué se siente? 
falta trabajar, todavía estamos eh, conociéndonos bastante. Eh, la verdad que creemos que hicimos mucho para el resultado que obtuvimos y bueno, necesitamos seguir trabajando para estar bien eh, para, para fin de mes cuando empiece el torneo. It feels like uh, we still have a lot of work to do. Um, we put in a lot for, for the result at the end for what, for what it is, but I feel like this um, shows us that we need to go back and work a lot more. Perfect. That's all we need, man. I appreciate thank it, man. You. Nice shot. Nice shot. Nice job. Um, oh, thank did you guys want to touch the Yeah. Hey, man. Love the rapping, man. Love the rapping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Elma, you're here with Who Gives a Who. We've got a podcast. So, Elma, what did you think about tonight's result? I think it was a pretty good result, considering we've been together for a short amount of time. Uh, I think we're still, you know, getting to really understand the tactics and the way coach wants us to play, and uh, it's slowly but surely coming together. So, we, we're, I mean, we just signed we just signed some players very recently, so the yeah. whole squad is finally uh, here, and we're starting to, you know, gel and. Uh, hopefully you'll see more results like that on the field. So for me, I'm kind of new to League One. I'll, I, I'll admit it. So for me, seeing you guys go one nothing against Creighton, that for instantly I'm sitting here going, that's kind of a negative. Is that a negative? Like, what are some things that you guys can improve on, or what are your thoughts about that? Um, I, I don't think it's a negative, just because of the time that we've been together. Um, soccer is a game where you don't often see a hundred goals on the board, right. <laughs> but uh, so that one nail could seem like a negative, but. Um, With the time frame considered and what the way coach wants us to play, um, it it's a pretty good result, and we're just looking to, like I said, keep increasing that and uh, be more clinical in front of the goal. What are some positives that we can take away from tonight? Some positives, well, other than your goal, which looks really nice. Thank you, by the way, for scoring. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, so, some some positives uh, is just we have a lot of talent on the field. But we understand that talent doesn't always win you games. So something that coach emphasizes is the work rate, the work ethic. And that's something that you guys can expect going forward uh, for us to come out and bust our butts every game. And then lastly, I mean, what's it like to have the fans come out on a night like tonight? It's a 5 p.m. It's a preseason game. And what do you think? We've got like 2,000 fans here. I mean, what's that like for you? That's absolutely fantastic. That's, that, like, <laughs> no, that's, isn't that crazy? That's, uh, that's unbelievable. They had the, the cheering going no, on no. in the back there. That was What'd you think about the songs? It was fantastic. You know, <laughs> I, I, need, I, mean, I need to hear a few more Elma songs. Yeah. <laughs> get me really hey, breakdancing. We'll, hey, we'll get you some calls. Oh, we'll there get we you go. Some songs, there man. we go. That works for me. But it's, I mean, for all the guys, definitely appreciate it. Like you said, on a night like this, to have th this many people it's out. It's at five o'clock, dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I came out here and I was like, what's going on? What day, what day of the week is it? It's a work so, day. I mean, that's fantastic to yeah. see, honestly. And that motivates us to, you know, push even harder. I know the guys aren't um, very satisfied with just the one nil. Yeah. We wanted to give you all more, but we got a long season. It's coming. It's coming. Once we start clicking, it, it, it'll be there. Just two more questions. You know, you yeah. were obviously playing in the League One team last year. What does this feel like coming into this year? How is this different? Does it feel better? Does it feel more cohesive? What are your thoughts about that? Well, the group of guys that we have is absolutely fantastic. I mean, since I stepped foot in Omaha, I have not stopped laughing. <laughs> not stopped laughing, not stopped having a good time. And the, the coaching is phenomenal. I mean, just even uh, some of our more experienced players, just their willingness to still learn and their willingness to kind of, you know, instruct us and help us out when, when needed. It's just that cohesive group. It's fantastic to be a part of. So then lastly, what is should be the big takeaway from tonight? 
in your eyes? The big takeaway. I know. I asked the hard question, man. I'm sorry. I'm I would sorry. say, honestly, I have two. Okay, knock it out, dude. Number one. Okay. Amazing fans. Amazing support. <laughs> unreal. And number two, just be prepared to see more, more. Once yeah. we gel, once we really understand each other's movements, you'll just see more. That's all I can say for now. Awesome. Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you so much. But if you want, Jay, you got yeah, 10 no, seconds. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. We, we just cut it. Hey, coach. Yeah. Can we pull you yeah, for a second? Yeah. Good luck to you guys. Stay in touch, all right? Yeah. Right here. Uh, so, coach, 1-0. How do you feel right away? Um, I, it was great. I feel really, really uh, good because it was good energy from the crowd. All the supporters came out from uh, from both sides, and I thought it was, uh, it was a great showing for Omaha, for uh, the fans at a <laughs> midweek uh, game at 5 o'clock at night. Right. I mean, I don't know how many of them there were, but it seemed like a couple thousand people, or 1,500 to 2,000, it seemed like. So I'm excited for that part. Yeah. What's it like to, you know, you've been coaching these players so long in these preseason games to finally get out in front of these fans and show them, hey, these guys are really excited to have them see that. What's that like for you? Yeah, I think it was, it's a hard balance. I think it, it for, for sure, it was, we want to get out. It's a, it's a good, first, we want to have a good first impression because it is the first time kind of publicly uh, in front of people here to do that. Uh, so we were excited about that, but it's also, we got to stay the course of, you know, we have certain uh, certain goals, certain objectives, and certain things where it can't interfere with what we're trying to do. Because we have our main focus is March uh, 27th when we open the season. And so as much as we want to, you know, maybe get excited with the crowd or get excited with our fans and, you know, do some different things, we have to stay the course and, you know, play a certain way, play certain minutes. Guys are uh, very limited of uh, who's playing where, how many minutes, and all the periodization stuff that goes with it because we have to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing for us. So that was the hard part. And then I saw a little bit tonight. I, you know, we we were, I would say for the most part, we were disciplined, but we, I'd say in the first 45, 60 minutes, we lost our discipline a little bit, but because of the crowd. You know, it's the first time they've ever played yeah. outside the crowd, and <laughs> I, I would get excited too. And so as much as I want them to stay disciplined, I totally understand that if we, we lost our discipline a little bit offensively and defensively, and we lost our structure and our shape, so it was kind of chaotic at times. Um, but I think that's that's understood. That's why you play these games, and it was cool. And so uh, the more experience we have like that, I think the more structure we'll get in so, Coach, what are some things that did work? I mean, it's a preseason game. What are some things that did work tonight? Um, I think uh, we've, through, I mean, we've worked a lot on defending in the preseason. Going out to Salt Lake, we knew we were going to uh, play teams and you know that were very competitive and uh, teams that were experienced in the USL Championship level. So, we, I think, we've spent probably 70, 65 to seventy percent of our time on defending, and I think now we've played five games and we've given up. I think one goal in five games. So I think, yeah, so I think that's, that's shown. Um, And now it's the attacking side of things. And it's not just, you know, we don't have forwards or good enough forwards. Um, I mean, obviously they, you know, they need to, you know, get their share of goals and do things, but uh, just collectively now we'll start focusing our time in the next uh, two, three weeks on the attacking stuff. So by the time preseason's over, it's about 50, 50 on what we've uh, spent on the six weeks, seven weeks we've had in preseason. So this was just another, you know, another lesson for us tonight to, uh, you know, to watch the tape and get back and see it. But we'll start focusing more on the attacking side of things because I thought at times we were good and we created some chances, but at times I think it was, um, you know, we need to be a little bit more dynamic and, uh, you know, be create a, create a numerical advantage a little bit quicker than we, we probably did. I mean, saying that, we still, you know, could have scored some goals and uh, we ended up scoring one at the, you know, towards the end, but I think we could have scored more goals. But credit to Creighton. They were uh, they were awesome. I mean, that's what, yeah, you, yeah. that's what you want. You want a team. We haven't played a team yet that has played – 
uh, you know, defensively the way they played uh, as far as in, you know, very mid-block, uh, kind of the hard to kind of break down. And the teams we've played so far have really high-pressed us um, so far. And so it was yeah. good to play a team that kind of sat in a little bit deeper, uh, a little bit, um, and they were very organized. And so it's a different different team. That's, you know, different type of team we've played. So we want to, uh, that was good for us because we haven't really, our center backs had the ball a lot. Right. And our center backs didn't have the ball a lot in, in Salt Lake. So it's a little bit different feeling, but you need games like that. And that's why you play different types of games. So that was, we'll watch the tape and see, you know, how we can rotate the ball quicker, how we can break them down a little bit uh, faster. But it was great. And it was a uh, credit to Creighton for, you know, having us out here and hosting us. It was wonderful. How's the team gelling? I mean, you got a bunch of trialists who are brand new. How do you feel like the team's gelling? Uh, well, I mean, I think we've, obviously we've signed the two guys that have been with us for a couple weeks now, Sebastian and uh, Elal. Um, but I think that's one of the positives. I think I would say the positives so far have been the, the, the culture part of it and the gelling and the chemistry because it is a smaller roster. I would say we have, I think we have 20 guys right now. It's a pretty small roster, relatively speaking, for soccer. Yeah. So I think the chemistry and the team building and the culture part is great. And I think the, the defending part is, is pretty pretty darn good. And uh, so that's, that's two-thirds of it. Now we just got to you know, start continuing to work on the, the attacking pieces. But I'm, I'm pretty happy with the team chemistry and the culture and the 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 guys getting along in jail yeah this is my last question so yeah. for the fans what's the message that you that you want to send out to the fans about what this game was like and what you expect to be the first game coming up here pretty pretty shortly if yeah. you think about it yeah first uh three weeks for the first game and then home game uh you know obviously three weeks probably after that or four weeks but but um for for us i want to yeah tell the fans that thank you for coming out and uh, it was great and i think they saw our saw our energy and saw uh, some of the dynamic play that we can show and i think they saw our commitment on um, both sides of the ball and so i think that the fans are always going to see our energy and our commitment and our and our work ethic and they saw our depth i mean they saw 20 22 guys play tonight and there wasn't you know there's not a really a drop off you know it's just different different styles and different personalities but i think they got to see a little bit of uh, everybody awesome thanks awesome. Thank, thank you, you so thanks. much